Yeah, it is time at 9.33 for Barb's Wire. A look at things trending. And don't forget your WhatsApp messages and voice notes on 072-567-1567. Your calls anytime at 021-446-0567. Barbara Friedman, Barb's Wire. Welcome. What's trending? Well, I've decided to talk about John Stewart. A little while back, I mentioned Such that he was fan. starting his weekly appearance on The Daily Show which he will be doing over the next nine months in the build-up to the U.S. election. And he started uh, on Monday, and I've just, I watched the episode on YouTube. Um, I'm hoping we're going to get it up online, an article, and in there, hopefully, a link to that YouTube clip. Um, I do recommend you go and watch it. It's, um, it's about, like, 20 minutes long. I, obviously, that's without ads. And I actually laughed aloud almost the entire way through. There's a lot of criticism. People saying, oh, I miss Trevor Noah. You know, he was great. But there is something about seeing John at this time as they go head into election season. You know, and a lot of criticisms leading up to his return and a lot of criticisms now saying, you know, he doesn't speak for the younger generation. No one will, you know, he won't, it's not going to work. I honestly think, yes, he's 61 years old. I think he is... Very, very funny. I, very, very witty. But apart from that, I think he straddles the divide. I think he does. He takes the best of yesteryear and I, he says, hold on a second, see, there's a I, place for this in the future. I agree with you. But like, you know, everyone out there, if you go watch it, you be the judge. You decide whether you think he hits it or not. A lot of people also complaining because he equally rips into Biden and Trump as candidates. And he goes on a whole age thing. It is so funny. I I was laughing out loud. Mm. Um, you know, he's you know obviously the one is seventy seven. Um, Trump is seventy seven. Biden is eighty one. These it is so funny. He says you know a lot of people are saying it's unfair that he's criticizing them. It's the whole bit is so funny. Um, and he says you know in a, on a human scale, uh, they are old. On a human scale, he says if here's an objective if, scale for you. He says if. Uh, there were tortoises he might who live very, very long. He goes, you know, at 77, I might go, yes, young man, go off and enjoy college. But he's not a tortoise. It's very, very funny. Um, he says, it's I'm not being X. ageist. He says, I'm being human life, ex- human life um, expectors. You know, he's saying this is how long humans live for. So I do recommend that you go and watch it. You know, you can disagree. You can agree. But I do think that I certainly am happy to have John Stewart being on uh, on the show for this duration of the elections, and uh, it was very very funny. And then he, in the end, he kept trying to find a name for the elections. You know, he was going indecision twenty twenty four, and in the end, he came up with a with a byline for it: Antiques Roadshow. I'm going to go and check it out. Uh, and very, I, very, and very. I, th- I think it's still a very important voice, very important generational perspective. And he even says at the end, he says, brings the camera close, and he says, look at this face, this moonscape. He says, I'm old. Like he gets it, he's 60 when he goes, they're over 20 years older than me. <laughs> he's very, very funny. And yeah, he's self-deprecating. He's well. super witty. I, honestly, I, I laughed so much this morning watching it. So I do recommend, in terms of socials, go and watch it. Obviously, he does refer to this Biden TikTok account that was launched um, on Sunday night, what? I think. So Biden, who you know has always been, you know, his regime government. I mean, TikTok's actually banned on all federal government websites because they don't think it's it's a good idea because of the Chinese and that, all of that. But now Biden's because he's trying to reach a younger demographic. He's actually launched a TikTok account, which is still pretty small. I think it has 67,000 followers. 
And the particular video that he then talks about, the guy is like an old doddering man. And I know other people are saying, Republican, um, Democrat supporters are saying, you know, he's not helping our case because, you know, he's going for Biden, you know. But I mean, these guys are old. It's your choice, Democratic Party. It's yeah, not a compelling you... choice that you're presenting to young people, Correct, and I'm sorry, but when you go and watch some of it, you just go, this man is... Just, but how's it nobody stepping old. up? That's, that's in issue. a country of how many million people? Three hundred. Three hundred plus million people. You've only got this man of eighty-one. Like, can I just say, I don't think that he is a complete idiot. I think he's also very good at certain aspects of his job, but that job requires three thirty-one million. Sorry. Okay. Yeah, mm. that job requires you to be literally the sharpest twenty-four-seven. I wouldn't want to be doing that at 81. I'm not at an my ageist. age. No, but that's my point. It's not about being ageist. But it's my vitality. He's, he's like, lacking I just that. Think you, he's still very, like, he's really good at a lot of the stuff he does. Well, hold but on don't a second. you he's, want. He's not coming across necessarily no, he's as not. lucid. No, he's not. And he's, he's not, not walking. Um, no, yeah. I mean, I look at him. What I mean is for his age, I'm like, okay, you know, he's fine. But not to run the country. There's got to be someone. I'm going to protect the exception to the rule, the 81-year-old that is, uh, yeah, um, present I, I don't know. And, and able. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't think it's an age thing, but I hear you. No. Moving on to 81-year-olds, you know, the next story that really caught my eye was a News 24 article that's reporting on a poll uh, by the Social Research Foundation on ANC, and actually they do another poll on Zuma's support in KZN, and actually nationally. I mean, Zuma himself is 81, and there you go, another one who, you know, really, you know, is this, is this all we have to offer, aside from all the other issues around Jacob Zuma? But this research poll <laughs> is showing massive support for the party, the MK party, and Zuma, actually, in KZN, and even, to some extent, nationally. And uh, this poll is saying, and I know polls are very questionable when you're leading up to elections, you know, but, you know, social science has always used those kinds of polls. They do demographically um, fair sort of sampling. It's X number thousand of people that are interviewed. That is how, that is what social science is. You know, you do polls and you get sort of these temperature gauges of people's views on presidents, on people, on parties, on who they're going to vote for. But this particular poll that they've just released shows that the ANC support in KZN could drop to 25%. KZN is going to be the battleground of this election, I, I really do think. And they're saying that the newly formed MK party stands, according to this poll, at 24% in the province, which is very high for a new party. And... Um, the results in general uh, show that support for the ANC just plummeting in KZN, according to this poll, and that the support for this new party, MK, which obviously is with Jacob Zuma as the figurehead, as the, the helm of this or the figurehead of this, rising. And uh, just, yeah, very interesting to me. And I thought as an aside, I saw over the weekend uh, a by-election in KZN that's just taken place in the Abak. Colusi local municipalities ward eight ended up being won by the IFP and the second it was not a very good turnout I have to admit but it still is a snop snapshot sample the party that came second in that by-election um, was uh, 
the ANC with and then MK with yeah. all, with, not, with MK did really well, and the EFF actually only got thirteen votes. One percent, yeah. I, I just think it's so interesting to see these snapshots of how the MK party is eating away which is what this poll is also showing, at the ANC's electorate in that province. A very populous country, so when it eats away at the electorate, it impacts their uh, national standing as well. I know, but I just think, again, a very interesting election coming up. It is going to be. And KZN is going to be quite something. I, I can't leave you off the hook. You've got to talk about World Radio Day. Surely it's trending. I have to, and I decided to, and obviously because of my age, which you know is always clearly not a secret. 41. I wish. Um, radio was everything to us growing up. We didn't have TV, and I only only got TV when I was 14 years old. So my formative years were very, very based on radio. And literally, like in the early part of the evening or late afternoon, we would be like that. Radio would be on and we'd be listening to Jet Jungle and the world of Tracy Dark and... Then in the evening, we'd be listening to that Playhouse radio that was like once a week. And there was that one drama series about them, series about finding missing people. And, you know, it was just everything. And it is, it is so much the theater of the mind that you just, you know, we would sit in the lounge. I mean, we had our own radios in our rooms eventually. But, like, we would often sit in the lounge as a family yeah. and listen to whatever the 8 o'clock radio drama was. Yeah. And... um you know, obviously, when, once TV came into our house, I'm sure there was some transition where we still listened to some of our favorite programs. I don't even remember this, but we were like completely obsessed with the TV at that point. But I just feel like radio, we know that it's over 100 years old now, that it has endured and transitioned through every technological change, and it has continued to endure. We now have hit the digital age. We know a lot of people are streaming and listening via digital. We know it still is a low-cost medium that goes into every remote area more than any other medium, and it's just the most wonderful thing. I mean, other than books, which require no batteries. (laughs) I'm a big fan of reading. You know, there is something so beautiful, beautiful, beautiful about that. You've summed it up, and I think only a person that has done that journey that you've done, I've done. I suppose for people who didn't grow up with that, I wonder what it means to them, and I was thinking about that. Well, chances are they're not using their ears to the extent that they should. Yeah, I know a lot of young people, someone out here was saying to me that his little kid listens to music radio, which, I mean, I did too in my teens. At at the time, it was mostly what I called Radio 5, (laughs) which is now 5FM. You know, when I was a teen, listening yeah. to the Top 20 and all that. But those stories, those series, do, I don't think kids listen to that. And then, do they radio killed the radio oh, no. star. Oh, radio no. killed. And people started looking at music. I mean, yeah, really. MTV. Yeah. I wonder what happens now. I, mean, I agree. I am realizing I am getting old and I'm not like, I'm not the... The demographic. Oi, get that out of the out of your head. I know, but like I just do wonder how kids, what kids' vibe is on radio these days. Maybe someone will tell us if anyone below the age of. If you can <laughs> use your ears properly, then you'll find a lot of joy in radio. And yeah, I'm suggesting agree. we're not necessarily. Radio ain't news. dead. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Barbara. We got to get to the brain of Cape Talk. We got to get there.